Ho, 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 ho. Happy holidays and ho, ho, ho from Melissa and Sydney from the Goddess and the Medicine Woman podcast. Our gift to you is episode 67 and Paul Quinton. Make sure to stick around until the end for a channeling from Spear about the coming new year. Come on in and join the conversation. Hi, Sydney Decker. Hi, Melissa McHugh. (laughs) How are you today? I'm doing good. All right. Lots of crazy dreams. Yeah. And the year, getting ready for holidays. Yes. Got my secret Santa gift. (laughs) <laughs> yeah secret santa. i'm actually yeah. super excited about it that's awesome yeah we do secret santa in our family so oh nice, nice. yeah so that's fun <laughs> yeah so this episode is super super exciting for us because we brought back one of our most favorite people in the entire world on this planet paul quentin and it will be dropping on christmas day so we got some stuff in store for everybody as a gift we're bringing paul quentin Make sure you do like jingle bells or something on this one when you do the edit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can throw in some holiday music. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some people, you know, there are people that celebrate Christmas. That's lovely. People that just celebrate the holidays. Um, Hanukkah, right? That's around in this time as well. And some people don't celebrate at all. But, you know, for our family, we do do Christmas, even though it's not like a religious thing or anything. We just use this time to get together, you know, in a big way and spread love. Yeah. That's kind of what I started to see it as. It's like a, it's a, it's a day of love and gratitude. All holidays have started Mm -hmm. to become that for me. Yeah. I've started Mm -hmm. to kind of detach a little bit from the storylines I'm supposed to be a part of and just started to feel into it. And it makes me want to show up more because when you get the whole like rigidity of the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to and this and that and trying to push yourself into things you might not want to do, you know. Or be around people you, that you don't want to be around. Right. But luckily, our family has come. We've been healing and growing yes. throughout this year. So, like, yeah. I want to be around you guys. Yeah, exactly. It's very nice. It's nice to see. Yeah. What about so, you, Paul? Oh, sorry. I was yeah. just going to introduce Paul. What oh, about okay. you, Paul? <laughs> what about you, Paul? Quinton is here. Hey. <laughs> Hi, Paul. <laughs> How you doing? Good to be back. Good to be back. Love the energy. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm the same. I agree with you. I think it's um, it comes around so quick anyway, so you sort of lose that, oh, my God, that sort of build-up now. I do anyway. But um, no, I think it's just that time, like we were talking about yesterday, because when you send cards, it's just a time to really just sort of share that a little bit of that intimacy and and love and like you said just connect um and just sort of yeah i think you use it for that you know and following like you said the story um I, I i definitely concur i feel the same um you know it's just time to it's a nice time you know especially in winter just to sort of switch off before the end of the year too and just have yeah. a, some space really yeah absolutely absolutely yeah yeah, so um, we've already talked to Paul. I don't know if anybody here has not listened to the other episode with Paul Quinton, but um, if so, please go back and do that because it was amazing and Paul's amazing. And we first um, found out about Paul on Podmatch and then um, I started to work with Paul in his alignment modality, which is, I guess, how, how would I tell people about alignment modality? It's you're diving in deep to your own um, shadow, working on your own self as you're learning this modality to help others and to help yourself. It's not really something that you have to say, oh, well, I'm going to do this so that I can work on other people. 
a lot of it is just so about you and healing and just looking very deeply internally. And I hadn't really done that a lot. Um, dabbled in it here and there, but then I just jumped right in with Paul and it's changed my life, completely changed my life, changed my um, family's life. A lot of the ancestral healing that I've been diving into has been intense and it ripples throughout my whole family. I'll go in so one day with Paul and Sydney will be like, what did you just do? Because I feel this, 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 and this. I'm like, oh, I was with Paul today. She's like, ah, that's what it is because it just ripples. The effects are intense. It's hilarious. Yeah, because because yeah. it is. It's almost like I get like a in my like field, <laughs> like there's a disturbance in the force because like I'm also the next most awake one. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, there you go. So yeah. like I'm she's like la 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 healing and like doing her thing. And then I'm like, I call her up and I'm like, <laughs> the, she's like, oh, yeah, we pulled that out today. And I was like, could have like sent me a text warning me because, you know, yeah. I'm processing it. She's like, yeah, yeah, maybe I'll remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Be prepared. You're about to cry in 30 minutes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's been so amazing. But just the that to me though is really amazing. Like, because I'm sensitive, so she's doing the work, you yeah. know. And the the most amazing thing about that is I am like obsessed with DNA lately, like DNA yeah. and RNA and how yeah. it works and all the things, and it's like because I'm a piece of your DNA and you're a piece of my DNA and how you're doing something and I can feel it happening with me. And it's not even like you're my direct mother. That's the craziest part about it. You know what I'm saying? Like you're my aunt. So you're my mom's sister, but just even feeling that and how much in tune we are and how much in tune everyone in that shares DNA really can pick up and feel things that, unconsciously is not we're not always aware of so that to me throughout her going through this alignment modality and doing that work besides just what she was feeling and healing and doing is also seeing it throughout other people who weren't even necessarily like doing the actual modality but we're still receiving the benefits do you see that with other people or is it just this is an interesting thing because we're both awake yeah yeah i think so um it does, you know, it definitely triggers. Yeah, you have to be more awake to have that sort of sensory experience, definitely. Um, but the main thing when we, especially when we do ancestral work, is the um, the voice, the negative voice in the head starts to diminish. Sometimes it goes completely away. So that's what we call the ancestors, like the, the hecklers, you know. Mm. So they're sort of, so at that time as that voice is shifting. Um, but no, absolutely. Um, so a few people have said what you said, but not in that context. The more about it's actually triggered other things. It's triggered to bring things up that have been suppressed with each other. Mm. So they might get to an argument or just, you know, just to solve something else. Um, but yeah, I think it's, um, but generally it's, it, it, people feel much lighter. Is, is the, is the, uh, the voice in the head and feeling lighter energetically, like they're not, and the fatigue lifts a bit as well. Cause it's sort of like you're carrying a ball and chain around with you, so, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> energetically. But I think for you guys having that experience, it's definitely because you're, you know, you're very awake. But you two also, when you look at your two souls, you two, your two power chakras are so connected and open. There's nothing in the way. It's your twins. So you're going to feel, you're literally like twins feel each other. So that's how I see energetically your signature together. So I think that's a beautiful thing as well. So it's really nice. Yeah, we feel that because there's like weird stuff even throughout our lives where 
Yeah. It's like we're on parallel. Yeah. She does things and I'm like, yeah, yes, yes. Been through that, been through that, been through that. But like exact things and like the same type of guy. We're drawn to the same type of guy. (laughs) Like even my mom, I'm not drawn to the guy like her. I'm like, like, we'll have experience. She's like, yes, I felt that or this or that. So it's Uh, very, very cool. It's very cool. Yeah. You're like two two, um, yolks in a shell, you know, two together. (laughs) Yeah. We kind of look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah really I never really noticed that until we started doing the podcast that if you look at us, we do have a similar mm-hmm. thing. I always thought I looked like my mom, but that's just what I was told. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So talk a little bit more about the alignment modality. If you could explain it a little bit better than me, maybe, and why somebody might, you know, want to jump on board with that kind of Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's um firstly it's a channel modality. Um so it's basically spirit has said, look, this is the way we want to do things. Um, put some of your stuff in, but this you need to sort you, you need to do it over four modules. The fifth module is the practitioner level. Like you said at the beginning, Melissa, it's a self-discovery and you can help people, but primarily you can't help anyone until you've helped yourself anyway. So really it's a process of of um self-discovery and transformation and unconditioning the human experience, really. Um, so that's why it's put over four modules. So the first module really, and I'll, I'll sort of send this in a nutshell because obviously there's a lot to it and you know, but the first module is really about processing the conscious mind, understanding, um, your duality, uh, introducing you to universal laws about how transformation works, uh, how emotional energy works. Um, we sort of take out that whole belief system work now because a lot of times when we were doing belief work, and I've used that a lot in Theta, I used, you know, we always did belief work in different modalities. But Spirit said, you know, stop using that now because you have to remove the emotional energy around the belief system. So when you change belief systems, the, the energy comes back because you haven't cleared the emotional energy or the emotional charge because you can't have a thought without an emotion, right? That's the whole 3D experience. So really it's about moving away from the mental energy because the mental energy, not moving away from it, but actually going into the, the emotional first and then it actually releases the, the belief systems. So the, the module one is really about getting people out of that so they can see themselves like the mirror uh, and then processing the conscious, teaching them how their ego is sabotaging them subconsciously as well. Uh, and bringing a bit of that sort of ancestral energy in, understanding that. And we work on inadequacy and self-betrayal in the first two modules, which are the foundational patterns that sort of plague most people. Uh, so that's really about, that's the introduction. Of course, we have the activations. So the activations are more like when we used to live in our temple days, um, when we would just be an initiate of light consciousness. So it's really about reintroducing that. So it's a sacred process. Um, a bit like how you would have a Reiki attunement, for example, but there's a whole different set of symbols that have been channeled through. Um, and so, yes, you get a set of symbols with the activation, so you can use them for your own healing and meditation, all kinds of things. A little bit, again, how the Reiki works, uh, but different, obviously. Um, and then we do a bit of the astrology. We touch on the astrology, but not in a, in a traditional sense. We get you, we teach you how, obviously, how when you were born, you know, certain planets but also how to heal through those planets. So it's a healing astrology, not so much information. You know, when you go to astrologists, you get all that information. This is actually a healing process through the astrology. So it's a little bit different. Um, And that's mainly the first part. The second module, we go into the shadow. So it's all about the shadow energy. So we start to really bring in the duality of consciousness, 
We work a lot on the shadow components like heavy metals, sugar, vaccines, religious imprints, um, uh, radioactivity. And so we start to work with the cells. We start to clear that out. Again, this is all done by Spirit Live in the process. So people have a very tactile, extra sensory experience. Um, you don't have to be awake. You will awaken because we're all psychic. We're all spiritual. We're all evolved in that sense. So it's just really about removing the conditioning around that. So once you go to model two, we start to remove it. We do a lot of work around the brain as well, especially the um, hypothalamus uh, and the uh, brainstem, the reptilian brain. Um, so there's a lot of energy around that that's actually blocking us from um, accessing our full potential, but also causes to capitulate unconsciously to dogma uh, but and societal programming. So this is really about removing that. Again, spirits do that. That's the whole process. They channel that through. Um, and then we we do some, we start to develop the psychic senses a bit in module two as well, where we do some group work. Uh, and then that moves into three, more advanced module three. Then we start, we do a few more activations. Um, we start to introduce you to uh, the Viridian consciousness that I channel, the Algorians, which is the feminine aspect. Uh, and more importantly, the Syrians, because they actually come in, which is the ancient Egyptians. So they start to move in and that you will feel them coming to your room. And then I introduce you to them and then you can have your own subjective experience with them. So then they will stay with you through the process as well. So a lot of people start to work with them in meditation or their healing practices or just to sort of help and guide. And really, it's a process of really connecting you into the extra century non-physical world. Um, but by then... Any sort of fear you have is sort of removed from one and two modules because a lot of people have fear of what's unknown, what they cannot see. We all know that as human beings. Um, and not everyone wants to feel like there's something, someone in their room. Um, but ultimately, everyone comes on is ready for that in some sense. Uh, and even the people that are just sort of coming on to heal themselves, they naturally open up to that because they start to understand their soul is a non-physical being as well, which sits around you. So, you know, you have to start to let go of that control and fear and worry around all of that. So it, it really, we process that. And we sort of, we work on the deaf gene as well, because the deaf gene was created by humans. So the, and it creates a lot of fear. So we start to go really into the genetics. The Viridians come and start to, they do part one and part two over module three and four. Now this is Viridian, um, or they call it resequencing, atom resequencing. So what they're actually doing is they're, they're clearing the atom field around our bodies or the, the actual process in our bodies where we have dysfunctional thinking, where we hold the trauma of the earth, where we've all that war that we've gone through for many lifetimes and what we're still feeling through human collective consciousness. And they start to change the frequency in the atom so that you can start to align with your own polarity. Um, and they also start to create a brain uh, magnet which joins the two hemispheres. And once that's that's connected, you can actually start to draw in divine or source energy uninterrupted. Um, and this is where we start to bring our two polarities together. So yin yang, water, fire, male and female, all starting to come into alignment because when we're whole, we're fully empowered. And I think we said this last time when they did the autopsy on Einstein, his brain was one. It didn't have the two hemispheres. So spirit said we're actually moving back into that now. So next couple of hundred years, our brain will become one again. It may happen before. They didn't really put a time on it. That's just my own thing. But I reckon it'll take about that much time. Like they said now, you know, we won't have hair on our bodies in the 50 years because we keep shaving it all. Genetically, <laughs> <So, laughs> it'll come back. <laughs> so there you go. Um, so and then module four is really we get you into the channeling and psychic development and you start to channel. So we get you to do auto writing that comes through 
introducing you more to spirit. There's more one-on-ones. And you really see a development of people's psychic and intuition developing. Because a lot of people just get it straight away in one. But by four, they're having a full sensory experience. And generally by module four, when the soul is present, it will start to change your life very, very quickly. I've had people change their careers, walk out of 30-year relationships, just they just go. It's just done. And what that happens, they're not making a conscious choice. It just It just sort of happens in front of you. Because when your soul aligned, you take a step back. So this is really about allowing you to drop your soul back into your body uh, and become a frequency where you're not being pulled into the, the shadow energy anymore on the planet. Because actually we now have a choice. We, we can stay in it or we can come out of it. So we're still going to be living for 20, 30, 40 years, depending how old you are. So that shift is already happening now. So unfortunately, we are going to see a, a lot of people leaving the planet over the next couple of years. But that's OK at the soul level. That's their choice. Nothing goes against our will. And that's also another thing we teach you is that you create everything. Nothing can happen to you in the physical world unless you allow it to because you've got a magnetic pattern within you. So this planet is magnetic. So if you're going to be abused and abandoned because you still have an unresolved abuse or abandonment issue. So when you get people to understand that process and we get we give them a chance to heal that as well, of course, on the module, it starts to break that magnetic energy. So then you're not drawing it in anymore. And, it all, and this is where we, then we take criticism and judgment and the misinformation, because misinformation basically is why we're so stuck and, you know, and, and traumatized because we're not informed of who we are. And people are suffering, but they don't call it suffering, but they're bogged down with so much misinformation. Um, and we just we keep trying to push with that striving masculine energy, strive, struggle, wheel. I've got to fight. I've got to do this. But actually, it's not that. The, the, the frequency does not support that way of thinking anymore. You actually have to stop, stand still, and allow yourself to receive. And I'll tell you what, it's so much easier. you know. And as women, talking to you guys as well, you understand that receptive energy because that's a natural feminine energy where the masculine energy is striving and struggling. But it doesn't matter if you're male and female because every everyone's dealing with the issues. We're just human beings. But that whole frequency of receiving um, is not it's not something on the planet that's been supported for a long time. But now, obviously, we're in the Aquarian Age, hasn't it? It's officially kicked off 2023. So obviously, you know, the whole chaos that we're going through now is a transformation into that new Earth frequency. Um, so it has to be the darkest of dark before the lightest of light, as they always say. Um, and we we do this so we've been this cycle. This is like the Matrix, isn't it? We constantly <laughs> constantly repeating ourselves. Um, but yeah, so that's the alignment modality in the process. So there's a lot of esoteric information, understanding, but really bringing it down to as we say, the man on the streets. Everyone can understand it. See, you, you know, like I said, people don't need on a false set of rules and procedures anymore to achieve enlightenment because we're tired, we're fatigued. People just need a simple process that works. And we take a lot of the new age hype out of it as well. So that's why I say we, we work with universal laws, which is obviously imagination, observation, uh, allowing acknowledgement of what is seen, uh, and then just letting things process. And then what happens, because you're in, um, because your soul is dying for you to awaken, it, it creates that magnetic uh, space so you can start to release the emotion from the body. Um, and the great thing is, is fear, because actually when you talk to fear, we get people to start talking to their emotions. And when you talk to fear, you realize that fear is in fear itself because it's stuck here and it's a live conscious. All emotions are live, like, like we're live consciousness. So fear actually wants off the planet now. It's done. And, and spirit said, you know, we don't need to continue suffering anymore and we have to let go of that. But when you understand that fear is not what how we've created it, 
these primordial concepts, um, it actually starts to release a lot of the um, the frequency in the body. Uh, and that's a lot of this stuff's done automatically because if the person's intention is to firstly not have any agenda when they're coming, but just say, you know, I need something different. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired or I just need to change now because I feel it. That's all you need. And that intention alone creates the whole alignment modality for them. And the great thing about the alignment modality is that anyone that comes on the workshop and every module is different. Oh, sorry. Every group is different. Sorry, not the module, but the group. Um, and they've all had lives together and you see that they're starting to resolve patterns and they don't know each other physically in this life, but they've had many lives together. So there's a lot of group healing that goes on. And when that group healing comes in, that's when uh, a lot of the ancestral releases as well. Uh, and you're healing hundreds of souls at that time because they've all got their answer. You've got six or seven or eight, ten people and there's a group healing. That's going out into their ancestral. It's going out into their relationships with their children, with their partners. So it, it, it's, it's quite profound in that sense. But that's why we hold that space, because spirit come in and do that work with them, uh, with their souls. Um, so, yeah, it's always, always interesting. So, yeah. Yeah. And it is. That's okay. Yeah. I just want to kind of jump in just for people that are like listening, maybe saying like, that's a lot. You know what I mean? Because when I first started, I really didn't get grasp exactly what it was. All I knew was the energy that you were putting out. I was completely on board with and it, I was drawn to it. And I knew that I I could work through the fear with you because the fear for me, I, I don't know if you remember at the very beginning, all I did was email Paul like, I'm so afraid, Paul. I'm so afraid. You're sending me these essences. If I take them, am I going to die? You know what I mean? I was so afraid. When we started this thing and you just kept saying, nope, that's okay. It's completely normal. Just keep going. Just keep moving forward. And I just kept trusting you, even yeah. though I barely knew you, <laughs> but I felt like I knew you forever. You felt, you felt that's the I key. I did. Forever. And I just yeah, dropped yeah. down in here and I was terrified. So yeah. I'm saying if people are listening to this and going like, oh, this sounds like really like you don't need to know everything about it. You just, if it feels right to you, just start it. And just feel your way through it. And you are going to be afraid. And that's okay because I was terrified. And I'm no longer terrified. I came through. I don't even know what module I'm going into. Is it three or four? I'm coming into three, yes. Coming into three, okay. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I don't have any fear around it at all now. Yeah. And I understand it a lot better because there's a lot of information. But the way you move us through it and the group that I met, oh, my God. I As soon as they came on the screen, I was like, I know these people. Yeah, exactly. It felt insane. I was like, yeah. I had feelings about all of them. Yeah. And I was like, well, this is so weird. <laughs> but if anybody's thinking about doing it, don't let it hold you back that it sounds like a lot or it's a little bit scary because um, Paul will help you move, you know, straight through it. And it's intense and it's important stuff. Yeah, no, absolutely. And like you said, I, I, it's so much information. And I try to make, as you know, because you've done two modules, try to make it as practical as possible. I try to really minimize the talking. Um, but if people want more stuff, now that's why I've written the book as well, because then you've got all that information if you want the extra stuff. Some people don't. They just want to heal. They want to learn the basics. They feel better. They they found their purpose. They're okay. They don't need to understand what's going on in this, you know the universe and stuff that's fine and that again that's that process so yeah you're right and it's it is a lot of information but we simplify that on the workshop and um and just get people into a feeling process like i say all the time because people say well how do i use the symbol which way do i draw it i say 
which way do you want to draw it? You know, and just go with the feeling and, and getting people out of their head. And uh, and I don't put too much control around all of that stuff. It's really, so if you feel like using a symbol for something that it's not used for, but you feel it, then it's okay because these symbols have got consciousness behind them. So there's beings behind them working with that energy. So many things can happen, right? So it's again, it's just being fluid. So we get people to get into that fluid space. And after after they do their first practical model one, everyone relaxes. And it's right because everyone is a little bit stiff on the first, which is normal, <laughs> like any workshop, isn't it? Yeah. Especially when you go physically, you're like, everyone's like quiet, I don't want to say anything. But then you just sort of, you get into it, you, you gel with people. And it's it's just it's a nice process, you know. And there's a lot of love in the room as well. People's you know, there's a lot of energy that comes in that supports that process, which is interesting. And ironically, the ancestors come in to watch and learn as well. <laughs> yeah, it's a brilliant. So I'm having a lot of questions. I'm trying to focus in on where to go. But one thing that's coming up for me because I've noticed this a little bit in um my work with my clients especially male clients and so that's kind of why I wanted to get your perspective a little bit because it's been very interesting that I've noticed some male clients are going through I only have an eight-week series of where we go in um the first four weeks we work with the mental body um and we work with the shadow to prepare so that way we can go into the heart space and then that's when I do like inner child healing for the four weeks after that and I do like guided meditations and stuff um, and I have a few men that are going through the program. And one thing that I've seen is that they, which is very interesting, they're starting to notice how um, screens have started to affect their brain screens. Like, well, I think like computer screen, PC, computer yeah. screens, yeah. but particularly, and this has been like, I don't know if this is a gift to me from the universe, but specifically with porn. So they're actually starting to see how like watching that they get stuck in their brain in a certain place in their brain. And so one in particular, he kind of grew up where like very loving family, like not bad vibes or anything, but they were a little emotionally unavailable parents. Like they dealt with things a little more unemotionally available. So he started to go to screens and play like video games because video games helped him with outlets of um, emotions And then also, like, porn was, like, the active thing. Like, it just became bigger in, like, the 90s, early 2000s, that type of stuff. And so while I'm working with him, we start to see that. And I actually started to see in his brain that his one hemisphere of his brain is quite large. Um, I don't – I want to say, like, the more masculine, logical part is very quite large and it's quite dark. And then he has a smaller part of his brain that I started to see that has a lot of light and it's almost like his true self, but it's not quite developed. And so I'm wanting to see if anything like has ever come to you about how that like engaging in screens does have an effect like in the hypothalamus, in the brainstem, in anything like within the brain that blocks us from getting that wholeness or getting to rising up into the um frontal cortex and like the frontal lobe and that type of thing do you understand the question yeah 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 okay. so yeah well there's a couple of things i mean i haven't had that specifically but um where they've talked about screens in, in, my, in my healings but um when it's almost like i've been, I've been on the computer sometimes and four or five hours are gone and I felt like I've only been on there half an hour. So there is a concept where we are 
being entrained into something, which mm. which which fully develops that left brain. So it's funny, it was perfectly that you said more left, because uh, that's the left brain is the masculine, right? So that sort of, you know, logical thinking. Uh, and you said it was like dark. And so so basically our societal program, and especially men, because obviously we get, men were made pawns for war a long time. Those heart chakras were shut down about a thousand, two thousand years ago, whatever. And, and that's why they can't get to their emotional energy. So what happens is when you watch that sort of, especially with porn, mm -hmm. obviously it becomes an addiction. But because men are more in their base chakra with sex, it's easier to drop into that and just let the emotion go. And then obviously what that will do is like anything, you're creating new neural pathways. So probably what you're feeling, you're seeing is an abundance of neural pathways that are lodged into that's how I stimulate myself or that's how I get off or something. Because they did they did a study here where there was teenage kids, um, I think it was last year or year before, 16, 17, 18 year olds. They're watching all this porn. And I think the, these girls did an interview and they were saying, well, you know, the boyfriend now expects me to do what they do in the videos. Mm -hmm. And it's it's just not, it's not, you know, there's no, there's no romance. There's no, there's no intimacy. There's no soft touching. It is, it's just that sort of hard basal energy. Um, and that causes a lot of problems, but what's happening is they are programming themselves. So it's, it's like a program. Mm -hmm. Um, but ultimately, this is where we come back to the magnetics. What is going on in in that in that base chakra and sacral chakra with the male? So if I was, you know, I would look at yeah the brain, but I'd also look at the base chakra as well because if that's if that's closed down, they're not going to be able to open up um, their intimacy uh, and move that energy into the sacral chakra because obviously women more emotional when they're having sex naturally because their energy is coming from that space uh where masculine like i said drops into the physical into the into the base chakra um but with the with the like i said with the brainwave i think logically what's happening is the the frequency of um emotional resonance that hasn't been in the masculine field for a long time um is easily succumbed to through those types of that type of imagery and 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 and, and energy um where is you know a woman as like i said women wouldn't watch the hardcore stuff they watch more soft porn because obviously there's intimacy there uh so naturally there's an energy there so i think with with men i think it's it's, it's processing what i would do is i i mean are you are you how are you healing that are you sort of struggling to heal that or is it a process that you're working through or are you good with it well i'm I'm good. I see that. You know what I mean? I, I get why, because we started to see, but I think what it's showing me that is interesting is this way in which going that route with the brain, because this is what I started to see. Like I actually started to see the brain, like you're describing how like the whole and the dual and the how certain people's brains are more developed than others and different things. And it made me have more compassion for the masculine brain and certain things right now, because it's funny. I keep asking. I, I even put on my website, like I only work with females and women and the universe keeps sending me male client, no matter if I broadcast it, tell it, whatever. They just keep sending me male clients and so it's like interesting so I've been starting to sit and I started to create a lot more compassion because they are so struggling like yeah. in their brains like yeah. they like and I could actually kind of cry like they they have been told to go a certain route right neuro like their neural net pathways and they yeah. keep going that route and so then like 
they'll get stimulated and they'll want to connect. But then the girl, they'll sit in front of that woman and then they feel like they can't connect because their emotions have been going in the route of porn, right? Like that's kind of what I'm starting to see. So they have this escape route. And so when you sit with a real woman in front of you, fear comes up because that is like you said, they're cut off from their hearts. And so I'm starting to see that that's when they go up here with the power control dynamic. And then they start to act and treat women like they would see in porn because that's how their brain says, well, she's going to like this and she's going to want to hear this. And she's going to want to be talked to this way because the guy in the video is getting off by all those things. So they're like, I'm that guy. So I just had this, this client of mine is like a blessing to me because I just, it like, I saw all of this stuff of how, and he really doesn't want to do that anymore. Like he wants to be in his heart. He wants to connect. He wants to feel, he wants to be in alignment. Right. And so I was just starting to see that. And like something that you said about that, the brainstem and the fear and the emotion of unavailability. So I was wondering if you, because I'm a woman, so I don't necessarily know like how to encourage men who get caught here like right they can't fully rise like they can't truly get out of that and then they go right back into well i'll just go watch a screen because it's easier and safer and i'm emotionally unavailable and fuck me right (laughs) like you know what i'm saying like what would you say is that a good question you know yeah (laughs) yeah i mean well first if if they were coming to me what i would do is i would i would work um, I would firstly go into, I'd look for, well, basically I'll talk to the soul straight away because that's how I do my work anyway. And I say, where's the pattern? And then they'll take me into the childhood. They'll take me into the ancestral. They'll take me to a past life or they'll take me to um, generally the conditioning before or around the eight year old because at, at age, yes. more, yeah, yeah. That's when you become more human. You take on lots of societal programming. So there's a lot between eight and 13 is a pinnacle age because that's when you go into high school. So generally yes. those two ages are very good to look at. Obviously that's subjective and they'll have different things. Um, but what I would do is I would get them to um, open up the, the base chakra first and then I would get spirit to do some work on the brain waves um, because obviously I, I just guide and you know, spirit do a lot of the work anyway. Um, but to be honest, I would go in and I would look at the imprints, that's how I would do it. So, like I said, if, is it past life? Everything stems from past other lifetimes anyway. And I want to, you know, so then you've got, and then I would look at the base chakra. Why isn't that open? What's going on? Is it blocked enough? So what they're happening, the energy's coming back up to the heart. And I say, have they got any chest problems, heart problems? Generally, they would do, because if the energy's not moving through the body, it's going to hit the base chakra and come back up to the heart. And then that stops the heart from opening as well. So when they, like you said, when they've got a real woman in front of you, inadequacy comes because they don't know how to express themselves. So what do you do? You default to your porn or to your child and stuff or whatever you used to do. Um, So I would just do it, to be honest, if there's someone that's coming and they're not into all of the chakras and they they just want to heal, I would just do it through breath and intention because that's the new age stuff now. It is the frequency. If you set the intention first, um, obviously, I would use some symbols as well, just to open up the chakras, give them some symbols as well to work with, to breathe through. But generally, what you have to do is get them to breathe through the throat. And most men will have a lockdown on their right shoulder. The Viridians channeled me, channeled this to me. And the throat chakra is, is resistance to the feminine, it's resistance to the soul, it's where the ego is sitting. So most men will have that. 
uh, and they'll have a pin down on the right shoulder. So if you go in and you can see the pin down or the energy there, if you start to manipulate that energy, it will start to loosen that up and then they'll be able to breathe into that. And naturally what will happen is the soul will then reprogram the brain anyway because the soul steps in and it will try to change everything. So it's not so much you have to do so many exercises. You just need to find the pattern there. Um, but that's that's how I would work with it. I haven't had many men that have come to me with that situation, so that's quite new. But that intuitively, that's how I, I would work with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's new for me too because it's like, and when he said this, I actually heard one of my guides say, you will start to see, you will be shown the effects that screens are having on men. And I'm like, why me? And they're like, you'll see. And so, <laughs> but it's like starting to, because we haven't really been around the screen. Like that really started, I'm older than Google and I was born in 93, right? So like, we don't know the yeah. effects of overstimulation screen yet. We're just now seeing it because we're like 20, 25 well, years out. Just the eyes alone, isn't it? The eyesight there, you know, got to get those screens, the crystal screen or whatever the, the cover. And like you said, like I'll sit on my couch. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to check out Instagram really quick. And then like three hours, not really, mm. but like three oh, hours yeah. go by. And I'm like, I just was sucked into another world. I don't feel good. I feel a little anxious. I feel a little weird. I, you know, and sometimes I'm like, oh, I just laugh or like whatever. I'm like overstimulated because I just was laughing, 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 laughing. Because I would watch all the funny TikToks. So it's just interesting because there's also this thing that i'm being shown where screens have become our way of emotions like we escape them we feel them we it's this thing that we go into yeah. and i just wanted to kind of like see what you got from that because it's something that we're going to have to navigate in the new future there's ai coming there's certain things coming i don't want to have to get into all that but yeah I just wanted to get your perspective on the screens because that really does change your actual brain. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, there's a lot of sh look. I want to let's talk esoterically. There's a lot of shadow energy that works through the the, the uh, screen. So, and of course, you've got all the subliminal messaging as well. Yeah. So it's entrained. So when you're watching that porn, if you've got that lack of emotion, unevolved emotional body, which most men do, they're easily caught up into it. It's all about frequency. So the frequency that's putting out. It's the frequency. Now, it's the generally it's the people filming that are the the the, the bad ones. It's not so much the mm. actors. And of course, their intentions going into the filming, and that's poorly. Now, if you go behind the camera people, then you've got your astral entities mm. and certain certain blocks. So that energy is pushing push through. I just did a channeling, and I've just put it in a book where the Barbie doll the Barbie doll archetype now where we're putting everything in our bodies, all the plastic stuff, and where we're really ballooning the face, that actually is a set of entities that are sitting on the astral plane, and they're, they're, they're putting their intention into the into the, the person uh, to create that look. Um, so these are, these are entities that are attaching. Now, a lot of times it comes in from lack of self-worth uh, and lack of self-love. So if you've got that frequency, then you're, you're a pawn for psychic attack unfortunately it's the same when you open up if you're not evolved enough and you're drinking or taking drugs you're gonna you're gonna go down to the lower part if you're evolved and you take it you could actually access higher consciousness because your frequency shifted and you've opened the veil so actually you're gonna go down or up not that it's down and up it's just shadow or light it's actually left or right um <laughs> right. but yeah so yeah <laughs> let's get away from heaven and hell um, <laughs> right, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah so so that's for me, I, I didn't want to sort of say that, but that's actually, 
that's how I know I know that for sure. I know that frequency, and I know that's why you can get locked in and lose time because time doesn't exist. So it's almost like, right. why am I being drawn in? What's actually going on? And you're right. I feel uncomfortable. I've been on there. I get uncomfortable. Fidgety. I need to move off of it. Uh, and Spirit said, do not spend more than an hour, two hours at a time on the screen. Like they were very clear with me because uh, it does. And that's also another thing you can't. Sometimes you get so entrapped, you can't pull away. Yeah. 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 If you want to go bigger, computer screens and that whole office environment is to keep that dogma going, is to keep you entrained. Uh, and to fatigue you so you're not working on yourself. That's why yes. we have so many crises at the moment. And yeah. the screen is the greatest tool to do it. The iPhone or the phone, this is alien tech. This was, you know, uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. So it affects your brain, it actually ruins your brain, but also it keeps you locked in. Now, when you go onto AI, if you look at talk to the top AI guys, the AI stuff that was used around the universe is imprint through the screen. So it actually attaches to your thyroid and your pineal gland. And you get pulled into the energetically. Yeah. That's the real advanced AI. But I won't go into all that now because I have I have not asked spirit. But I've talked to um, not talked to. I've listened to talks uh, where they've talked about that. Like, that's going into deep state stuff anyway. But yeah. Well, that's Obviously, what I think we're going to start to see going moving forward is all of this stuff coming in because we're in the future. I mean, I was told that like uh, within a year to four years, we're really going to see the future. Like by the end of 2024, it's really going to start to view, view, like they're going to start to really put it out. And you can correct me if I'm wrong too, because this is just a channeling that I've got. They're going to really start to push the future, but yeah. that future this year is going to be really kind of dark and clouded with fear because they're losing control. So there's going to be some of that pressure, but by like 2027, we're really going to be in the future. And so the future's already arrived. We're just seeing the death of the old, of the old world. Yeah. 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 And that yeah. looks weird. So like, that's why I'm connecting more like-minded people and stuff, because if you walk outside, like in my third eye, People are running around screaming, there's fire, there's like buildings crashing. But when you look through my eyes, it's like people are like, yeah. you know, with their face yeah. waving. Like it's, and I'm like, but in my third eye, you're screaming and you're on fire. So it's like all this is like starting to clear out. And um, it's just very, very interesting. And that's why I wanted to talk to you because you have the ideas or you get the inklings. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, like you said, that 2027 thing, yeah, I think so. I think it's going to be dark, really heavy for the next two years. Uh, and then 2026, like you said, it'll start to get a bit lighter. And I think 2027 feels about right as well. There's a lot of light around 2027, so I agree with that. Um, and I think that what's going to happen now, especially next year, is I think I said this on when we spoke last time, every soul on the planet is coming to the human extension and saying, I need to connect with you subconsciously mm -hmm. obviously so what's happening people aren't listening and that so so they're gonna you're gonna see the divide's already happening now energetically so you're having the old earth and the new earth um so they're sort of split um and that's that's like you said that's part of the future is that new earth so we're going to be living that full consciousness very soon now as, as you know they've started to introduce the extraterrestrial on the mainstream news especially in america yes. So they've finally been doing it. They've been they were told that back in the 70s they need to start doing that. So now's the time because they've hit that Aquarian age. So I think what's going to happen next year is it's going to be there's going to be thyroid, throat chakra, liver. 
are going to be a big issues in people. Heart disease and cancer rate is going to is going to skyrocket, um, and people are just going to be taken off the planet. But ultimately, you're going to start to feel, and if your soul is kind, you're going to start to feel it more in your physical body. There's going to be a lot of aches creaking pain you're going to go and get the test because you want to get the test and the doctor's going to say there's nothing wrong with you or you say well i can hardly move there's obviously something wrong because it's your emotional body and it's, it's yes. screaming for attention so um but yeah so next year you're going to have that physical and you're going to have opportunities to feel the most ancient despair if you're ready for it and when you do you have to be ready for it because it hit me like a ton of bricks at the beginning of the year and it was insane. Um, and it is, it's really panicky and you have to, and you look, firstly, your soul will not give you anything you cannot handle. Let's just say that to the start with. So when you, when your mind's going, Oh my God, I'm dying. That's just your ego. It's just your mind. It's your fear. That's okay. That's no problem. But you, that's why we, that's why we talk about those universal laws of observation. Cause when you feel the emotion with observation, it takes away the magnetic energy. So you're not stuck in it. It's not debilitating. Obviously breath work as well. Um, and that's going to come up in a lot of people. Now for the souls that aren't waking up at all. Yeah. They can, it, it, they will have an illness. I'm, I'm sure. And that's okay. Spirit said to them very, very clear a couple of years ago that people will leave the planet. Um, and that's their choice. That's fine. But people that are waking up, people that are being that opportunity to listen, um, will have more physical and they're going to get an eruption of, of rage and emotion. Uh, the feminine energy needs to be expressed and it's rageful. Uh, it's yes, been suppressed it for too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So women. <laughs> that's actually what I've been. Thank you for saying that. That's what I I've know. been feeling. Like I feel like, cause I'm angry, but like I've cleared out a lot of my individual stuff, not all of it, but some of it. I, even today I woke up with such rage and I want to I can't even put into words and I'm trying to like let it move through me because I know that it's way bigger than me. Yeah. Like it's, I am like, whoa <laughs> about it. So yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. And it's that, it's that suppression. Yes. It's to do with being suppressed by the masculine, but it's also to deal with a universal masculine or this, the construct here where it's suppressed that energy. So you're feeling the rage of the planet the actual divine feminine, but also your own feminine energy. Um, and and <laughs> this is why men depicted the feminine rage as Medusa. So, and, and Algor, the star of Algor, they are the Algorians that I work with, depict that energy. <laughs> They're actually the pure life force, rageful feminine energy. So when we work with them, that's why I introduced them. You'll get more into those in Module 3, Melissa. But they bring through that rage. They bring through that frequency so you can actually touch it and connect with it and let it move through the body because what's happening is women are getting angry they don't know why they're angry and they're lashing out and as soon as you lash out at someone you create a karmic energy with that person it's magnetic again then you're stuck in that cycle yeah. so it's really about when those emotions come up not to put it on anyone just to put it straight into the earth because the earth will recycle it as well yeah. um but like i said <laughs> there there's no more powerful force than the feminine when it's raging like men get out of the way because it's <laughs> they're very very clear about that um and it is it's unstoppable force but what's happening it's not just it's it's because the duality is now coming back to its its polarity um so it's had to it's been suppressed so it's going to move through um so a lot of women are going to wake up like you said sydney and going to be angry and rageful um, but it's not about your partner and it's not about your life this goes way beyond this is this is suppressed for thousands of lifetimes 
Um, and also you've got to understand that 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 is not from this lifetime. So yeah. you don't need to define it as in that's who I am or because of that person. No, it has nothing to do with them. Really hasn't. In anything, they're actually mirroring what you need to see in yourself. You know, all, all relationships are there as a mirror, right? So um they're there to be triggered. So I think it's um it's a very interesting, but like I want to come in because it's a lot of doom and gloom, but this is a very exciting time. And if you go beyond the you go underneath that. It's exciting. I mean, it's you know, yeah. it's unicorns and rainbows. It's it's everything. You know, it's it's happy times, uh, and you got to you got to get into that frequency and just feel it. And the best thing about next year, if you if your intention is to connect with your soul, it will move mountains for you, and you mm-hmm. will step back, and everything will just take its path because it's a soul contract. Why would you try and run your own life? Forget that. Give it to your soul. Your soul knows what you're here. You are your soul. You're just a physical extension of it. We're holograms, actually, in truth. We're just holograms here. So it's really, there's no point trying to be in control anymore because that's an illusion anyway. It's like free will. There's not really free will, but there is. It's free will is how you navigate your soul contract. All roads lead to Rome, right? But ultimately, you have free will in the sense where, yes, you can mess up, but you'll keep repeating the pattern and you'll get exhausted. But that's fine. You have a soul contract. But when you're in alignment with it, it's not about giving your power away. It's actually remembering your power. And it's that whole reverse. And we're not ascending. We're already ascended. We're multidimensional. So stop worrying about ascension. Just (laughs) be here. Just be grounded. Drop the soul into your body and awaken. You're already everywhere. So, you know, it's it's a nice thing to know that you don't have to go out and learn it, earn it or grow it. It's already yeah. there. You just need to surrender to it. So this is a, next year is all about surrender and coming in and embracing your duality, letting that feminine energy move through, whether a male or a female. Because don't forget, a lot of females have been stuck in that masculine energy just to get a to get ahead, and yeah. because societal programming drives you into it, um, yeah. you know. And so everyone's exhausted from that process. So, <laughs> so yeah, and people are going to feel tired. That's okay. Yep. Don't don't fill your diary entries with loads of appointments. Just be as uh, intuitive as much as you can, obviously, but spontaneous. Because yes, spontaneity that's what I've been doing. is the soul. Yes, <laughs> the soul can move through spontaneity. It says, "Right, we're doing this." That's when you're going to have your experiences that day. I was just telling uh, Melissa when we first got on here, we were, I was like, yeah, so I've been starting to wake up, and I'll set my intention for the day of what energy and the timeline I'm on. But yeah. I just kind of let things happen. Mm-hmm. And it since I've been doing that and I just kind of fall back in, it's like not like rainbows and butterflies all the time because it's the human reality. But like when people reschedule, I'm like, it's for my highest and greatest good. Or if yeah. someone shows up randomly, I'm like, for it's my highest and great. It like all just happens. And I feel like I'm actually in control, quote, yeah. quote, because I'm not, but I yeah. am. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah absolutely. You have absolutely. to do that. It's yeah. a sort of dichotomy, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. if you don't do that right now, you're just fighting against, fighting against, you know, that whole, you just feel that, that yeah. horrible yeah. in your body. Yeah. You have yeah. to, you have to let go right now. Yeah. And it's, and go. it's all, yeah, you got to let go because you, you can't control it. Again, that's an illusion. Just let go and be grateful. Don't write gratitude logs and all the rest of it. You don't need to write, you need to feel it. So you yes. need to sit there and need to feel it. So when you, when you actually feel the gratitude, don't think, oh, I'll think about that later. Sit in that feeling yeah. because it's you, you were in, in my dream feeling, last night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not even kidding. So I want to go there because I wasn't going to. And then you saying that was like, okay, okay. All right. 
So it must have been I was preparing myself for this conversation. So last night I had like the weirdest dream ever because it was exactly what you just said. And I just had this whole my brain went like this when you said that. I'm not even kidding. So I get to this part in this dream where every once in a while my soul will take me to this landscape, dreamscape. And for some reason, it's always kind of weird to me, too, that it does. But I guess it was I always felt very expansive in this room, I guess. So there's this part in my childhood um, when my grandmother lived with us and there was this big open room that she stayed in because she got this whole half of the house. And it was like had these like wood panels and like you, me and my brother could run around and whatever. And so I'm having all this like really weird stuff happen in my dream with like I even had my dad in my dream for the first time in a while and this guy and all these things were happening. And then there was a lot of toilets. So I'm like a lot of getting (laughs) rid of a lot of shit, like removing a lot of shit. Right, like very vivid dream. Okay, it is, but this is the thing, like the imagery. So great. Now this is on live national (laughs) podcast, so everyone knows. Whatever, whatever. There's toilets, guys. We have them. (laughs) So, but the thing is, like, I can't even remember how I get to this spot, but I'm all of a sudden I'm in this room, and I'm seeing myself in this room. But it's I'm. It's not like a lucid dream where I'm like I'm dreaming. It's like I'm seeing myself, see myself in this room and I'm just looking up at the the panels in my dream and I go like it wasn't me, Sydney. It was like my soul was like if we could be anything right now, it would just be like be in gratitude for your consciousness. Like I'm not putting into words the experience because there are yeah. no words for the experience no, of my no. dream, but I was holding this space of gratitude for my whole entire consciousness and then i woke up today realizing that i sydney is literally just like a pinky tip of a pinky of my whole entire soul and that my little pinky gets to walk around and do stuff but there was this consciousness of gratitude where i was like i may only ever see this once right like i may only ever like it was just this complete and total full consciousness not even body gratitude And I think that's what you're talking about. It's that feeling. And if you come from that space of gratitude, life, like it's like this deepening that I feel inside of me from this dream of consciousness that's starting to kind of move things through. And then it's coming up on this mm, layer of consciousness that I'm pushing out. That's why I feel like that dream with all the toy, like all the shit that this gratitude is going to, push through push so, through yeah yeah as you're saying as you're talking i'm getting imagery and it's true it's the energy of of what's happening now that gratitude when you feel it is it's taking us out of the brain and it's dropping us into the heart and it's creating an omnipresent energy in the heart now when you're yeah. omnipresent you like you said you're 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 just the tip of your pinky your soul but you actually get to experience that whole thing but what's happening now because the universe is now saying you need to be grateful for this time because it is very you, like if you think about all the lives we've been going through where we hadn't been to do this before this is an yes. amazing thing and to be on the planet now is a, you are very lucky uh yes. and so i think they're trying to bring that frequency to awaken us to something that is 
reality because this is the illusion you know you we, we are non-physical beings so when you're grateful what it actually does and as you were saying that sydney i saw the heart open and i saw the omnipresence and when you have omnipresent awareness you're in awe and of course you're grateful because you think i mean what do i know exactly <laughs> yes <laughs> and that's I how i feel yeah and yeah. cryon says we stood in line on the other side of the veil to get over here not everybody made it over here so to be so grateful no. And Spirit so said, grateful. you know, they, everyone wants to get out of here because it's so hard. But as soon as they get out, they look at nature at this planet and they can't wait to get back in a body. And this is whole purpose of what's going yeah. on. Because <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful planet. I mean, yeah, you love Earth, don't you? If you feel into the Earth, Mother. Oh, yeah. oh I love so Earth. I, yeah. I love Earth. Yeah. And how cool is it that we get to walk around with these fuzzy little animals that will choose to even stay in our homes I with know. us? And like the thing that I have a problem with or a struggle with is humanity as it is now not yeah. humans no. i like human i love humans i don't yeah. like them yeah i don't like our conditioning i don't like the system the system system yeah, system. <laughs> yeah. yeah. because when we get to these little pieces like us having this conversation i love human beings and i like human beings yeah. But if I go out and I go to the grocery store, get me the F to my house immediately right now. <laughs> I can't even handle it because the energy in the air is just because people are so unconscious that they don't even realize that their emotions like being angry at the store. I just walked past you. I picked it up, buddy. I picked yeah. up your anger, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because it's just waving off of people anymore. And it's like, whew. If we could get a grip on how to cleanse and how to, like you said, give to the earth so we're not carrying it and feeling, ugh, and then passing it on to the next person just because we don't want to hold it. That is what I have an issue with. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And it is, yeah, exactly. And it's um, spirit, of, like I said, we're actually going backwards now, you know, because we're not learning and, not, and, and it's it's unfortunate. But um, yeah, I, I agree with you. Like, there's, there's nothing wrong with humanity. It's the system, and the system's done now. It's it's done. Um, and this is a problem. Like, this, you got all these new evolved beings coming in, these new babies or kids, and they're trying to fit into this draconian dogma system, and they're getting labeled with ADHD and all the rest of it. But it's not. It's, they just can't focus on that pinpoint information yeah, because stupid. you know they have to have the creative <laughs> so, yeah. so all our labeling is like you know yeah. still detrimental making feel inadequacy and, and putting mm -hmm. people in in classes yeah. it doesn't work it, it, it's uh, we're tired of that game um but thank god people have sort of woken up for a little bit from covid not completely but they're starting to question the system mm -hmm. so yeah that's that's good <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely absolutely Woo all right well we could keep on going for like three more hours with paul quinton but we're gonna have to stop somewhere <laughs> so here i think is a good place to stop any absolutely. uh last words sydney decker before we wrap this up well let's just take another five minutes for paul to add anything that he wants to from the channeling for the new year anything specific that you would like to let our listeners know to prepare for for 2024 mm. okay let me just have a little tune in see what's going on Spirit just saying they want people to start understanding that they come from a place of non-duality. 
that the frequency on the planet is supporting inquisitiveness and self-inquiry. So if you put your hand up and desire a change, desire something more for yourself, you want to come out of expectation and milestone linear living, then that frequency of the next year will support that. Um, and really, it's a process of, of unwinding your, your psyche and your frequency so that you can start to establish your domain here as a unique human being. Now, this is not a singular aspect of consciousness. This is a group consciousness energy that wants to envelope itself around you. So the frequency of, of the meridian system that is the blueprint of your body is saying, we are now ready to impart you knowledge that you are a non-physical extraterrestrial being, but more importantly, that that awareness that sits in your heart is ready to be activated. So all you need is intention. So intention is the name of the game next year. The teacher, the guidance will fall into your place. You just need to put the magnetic energy out and the person will come to you. Uh, and that is the beauty of it. You don't actually have to go anywhere. We don't want you to strive, struggle and look around. We want you to surrender to that peace and union within your own heart. Now, many people talk about that and they talk about breath work and going away and doing all these courses, etc. But all you need to do is sit in your own home and just set that intention and just breathe. And anywhere you've got any pain in your body, we want you to start talking to it because as soon as you start talking to the pain in your body, the body then creates a union with you and it will start to process your emotions faster. We don't want it magnetizing into your organs and killing you off when you don't have to. There's a process here. You still have a choice to evolve yourself while in a human body. So really it's about a focus of bringing that alignment in, but you have to work through your throat chakras because the throat chakra is going to be the source of your pain next year. So this is going to cause tonsillitis, it's going to cause throat uh, cancer, it's going to cause shoulder issues, anything peripherally around the, the throat is an anatomical structure. But more importantly, it's going to suppress your voice because the ego consciousness doesn't need to be killed off or defended, it needs to be loved and acknowledged for what it actually is. So your ego is going to take a step back and it's still going to be there and it's going to guide you, but you need to let go of your egos because the structure of the ego consciousness will not exist in the new frequency. So you have to understand that processing your emotional body and your ancestral line is the only focus now as a person that wants to go into self-inquiry. So again, like we said, we want to get out of the ascension paradigm. You are already here. You are being human and you understand what human being is all about. The human being going into the new earth frequency is a divinely orchestrated experience that's profound beyond what you can imagine at this stage in your human awareness. So when you bring that frequency into your body, you will align with what is already in your heart and then that will manifest everything out for you. So what will happen is your life will start to take on a new frequency, but it will come with love peace and understanding where your fear and your despair will diminish because you have set the intention to process your duality. So then, of course, the person that you're meant to work with will come to you, uh, as they always do. So really, it's about aligning your understanding that you are a non-physical being. And that's why we are coming to the planet now is to tell you that you are now ready to step into your galactic awareness. And in order for you to do that, you must let go of the old earth. Thank, Thank you. you. Nice. Thank you so much for showing no up here today.
for us. We'll probably have you back um, on when your book comes out. Because you're yeah. one of our top yeah. people now. <laughs> come on any time with you guys. <laughs> absolutely. Awesome. Good thank energy. you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, yeah. And uh, thank you to all of our listeners here today. Um, and Merry Christmas. Uh, happy holidays. Happy, holidays. happy yes. Hanukkah. And um, have a blessed season. I think Adam Sandler has it. That's what we'll do. I think he has a song that's like a happy Hanukkah, happy holidays, happy Merry Christmas. He's got all of it. I've been watching a lot of his movies because yeah. it just makes me laugh. Yeah, it does. Yeah, he's funny. Awesome. Well, Absolutely. thanks, everybody. Um, uh, for showing up here today and we are going to see you next time thank you thanks for joining us for this episode if you would like to start your own journey with paul quinton you can get more info at alignmentmodality.com the link is in the show notes thanks again and we'll see you next time